Mayday, Mayday, this is the USS Wave of Absurdity. We have been hit by an unknown torpedo. I repeat, hit by an unknown torpedo and we are sinking. I repeat once more, we are sinking. I am deploying the emergency. Sinking? That's an airplane. (laughs) We are deploying the emergency things. (laughs) Emergency things deployed, sir. Thank goodness. And as we are in these things of emergency in the water I guess it's an emergency podcast number two thank goodness we've escaped that tragic incident first we are floating towards the sun how did we escape that Phil uh you farted it blew us out of the orbit and now we're here. How life is funny. How is life funny? Let us count the ways. But first, we cannot operate without our future held before us. Our fortune, if you will. Let me just crack open this fortune cookie that I totally bought. <clears throat> Four. Wait, we already did this. Oh. <clears throat> Let's just go for another cookie. <laughs> Pursue your dreams with vigor. Done. All right. I feel good that we can put that in the bag, mark it down as finished. Not a problem. Well, we are off onto a storming start, if I do with say so. With vigor! <laughs> exactly, Phil. With vigor. It's a sex filled emergency podcast. Oh, boy. So, coming up, we have my news. We have some more of Phil's dates. Uh, This was highly requested by many people. Um, So, they're back just for the emergency podcast only. We've got a bit of fetish talk coming up. Ooh, kinky. Just a bit. It's my fetish to talk about it online. (laughs) Ha ha, win-win. And are you a bit of an antisocial? Well, we have some uh, conversation mistakes, common conversation mistakes that people perpetrate, and we're gonna we're gonna try and help you. Uh, yeah, because as podcasters, we don't make any mistakes. Exactly. So next is rather you would um, Craigslist, and that will be the end. So. <laughs> when you put it that way, God, I, why, why even listen? Exactly. My news, I have some fun news for everyone. Uh, death by wedgie. Stepdad suffocates after underpants pulled over his head. I need to question your source. <laughs> no, what, it's, it's, it's totally <laughs> legit. It's totally legit. Is it legit. called The Sun? No. Not every newspaper in the UK is called The Sun Phil. <laughs> Just in London? <laughs> according to oh, according to police, Denver Lee St. Clair's stepson claimed he carried out the playground prank, prank after his stepfather jumped him. A former US <laughs> Marine has been charged with murdering his stepdad by giving him a wedgie. Brad Davis, 33, is accused of suffocating... Uh, Denver St. Clair, 58, by pulling the victim's pants and stretching them over his head and around his neck. According to the statements given to the the police, the pair began fighting at Mr. St. Clair's home after he badmouthed his wife, Teresa 
who is Davis's mum. Very, very important information there. Officers said Davis told them he punched his stepdad unconscious after the older man jumped him. David added that this was a this is when he pulled the elastic of Mr. St. Clair's pants up over his head from behind a prank known as an atomic wedgie. <laughs> so, uh, all right. I have a problem with this simply because if you've ever had underwear, regular underwear, briefs, boxers, tidy whities whatever, you, you can breathe through them. I mean... <laughs> He had to have been choked as well, or the the elastic or something. Yeah, you just can't choke that way. Plus, he slugged him. Well, yeah, he, oh. he beat him unconscious and then gave him an atomic wedgie, which is kind of pointless because you want him to feel the wedgie. So why would you beat somebody unconscious? Yeah, I, did he choke on his drawers? Well, that's tragic, I guess. Uh. <laughs> Imagine that. Imagine... That's how you're going to die, is just by an atomic wedgie. I hope the underwear was clean. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I've, God. Uh, I I don't know. It's the first thing that came to my head. Tell me, Phil, are you wearing clean undies today? After we've just not... escaped once more? I decided it's easier to just not wear underwear. You live life on the edge. What if you we? What about the dribbles that come out, man? You're going to stain your pants all over the place. Uh, nobody looks below the knee for stains, so I'm not worried. <laughs> yeah. All right. What's next? <laughs> oh, well, that kind of talk. I'm wondered why you didn't get all the ladies. What a segue, Phil <laughs> and ladies. It's only Phil's dates. <laughs> Mm, well, these are delicious dates. <laughs> when I was younger, let me take you back. <laughs> the year, the year is probably always going to be 1992 or six. I don't know, somewhere back there. I was a young lad in my early teens, looking for love, not just looking for love, looking for companionship as well. I, I truly Yay. found. I truly found a lot of women, very, I say women, girls my age, 16, yeah. 17, very, very endearing. Mm-hmm. I wasn't that popular of a person back in really? the day, but I, <laughs> but I had me. some you friends that were very, sh- that were very, uh, <laughs> did you just sh- <laughs> yes, I did, that were very social. So hanging around them, you know, there's a lot of proxy dating going on. Um, yeah, you know what? We call this Phil's date, but I didn't even get to that that point. There was this girl that I was fond of. Um, pretty much the whole summer, her house because the situation with her parents—they never seemed like they were there, and she had a pool, so you know, party central or whatever. Really cool girl. I thought, hmm, you know, I want to ask her out. I want her to be mine. Uh, I wanted the situation to be ideal. And for me, at the time, Ideal was asking her while we were smoking a bowl in her parents' shed right before getting into the pool. Uh, so, yeah, I was trying to work my way up to it. Over the, the course of the day, there's there's people hanging out and leaving, but I've been there for a while. I can feel like she knows that 
you know, I've, I've been trying to say something. I probably was acting a little differently. It's probably very noticeable. Um, I finally was in the scenario in private, just me and her in her shed, smoking a bowl. And, you know, I remember his little tongue tied, but eventually I, I got it out. I told her that I liked her. <laughs> and uh, you I got it mind. out, huh? I got it out, and she called the police. No, I got out the fact that... You got it out, your bag of glass. I enjoyed her company, and I thought it would be cool if we could go out, just me and her. And she was very relieved. She's like, oh my god, this whole day I thought you were going to come out to me and tell me you were gay. (laughs) Holy shit, did she have a big chuckle over that. No, no, no. I, no, I can understand. You thought I, I was embarrassed, but I don't know why would you think. She's like, I just thought that was the way you were. It's your mannerisms. So, uh, yeah. So, obviously, when I asked her, I guess, does that mean, you know, that you haven't thought about us in that way? She's like, oh, no, you know, you're fun to hang out with, but it's probably not going to be like that. So that's devastating. So she thought... Not only are you a pathetic excuse for a male <laughs> that you can't even get women, you... she also thought wow, you was gay. I'm, are you slandering gay people? No, I'm just slandering you <laughs> as a person of how pathetic she saw you. She just she just sees this pathetic, well, let's face it, sludge that <laughs> could obviously not date a woman such as herself. So obviously she thinks that you must be gay. I was the only one that stuck around when she threw up after stepping on whatever horrible bug that was. And she just puked in her own pool. Fuck her. And after all that, she still said no. After all that. I think, I think that she ended up banging some dude later that day or week that was over. Oh my god, that was just... I've never been at such a loss for words even just for a moment just oh I thought you were gonna t- you were coming out I was all excited that you chose <laughs> me to be the one to come out to and now I'm disappointed oh sorry oh no it's not that can I touch your boobs I'll show you I'm not gay <laughs> but you gotta look at it now I mean let's face it she's probably not doing anything of importance and here you are <laughs> No, wait, I did hear, uh, this was well over five years ago, but apparently she got her finger lobbed off on an exercise bike at a gym, (laughs) and uh, she got like 60 grand, she used it to move to Colorado, don't know anything else, so she's fingerless or whatever, pinkyless, thumbless, and uh, she used the money to get the fuck out of Dodge, I guess. And Good you've got her. all your fingers, so who has I the know. last laugh here? She missed out. Do you know, there's a fetish for people with missing limbs. It's only a bloody segue into fetish talk. <laughs> <laughs> fetish talk, fetish talk, everybody wants to talk about fetishes. <laughs> Have you seen any fetish porn? I have. I, I have this one particular video that has stuck with me. Um, but before we get into my one quickly, I just wanted to know if you've seen any that have stuck out to you. Uh, 
Well, if you'll harken back to, I guess it was season one, we talked about who you and I dubbed the Ohio teddy bear molester. The Ohio, <laughs> the Ohio teddy bear lover. I, I remember. Yeah, let me just uh, encapsulate that for new listeners. Man arrested <laughs> for the fourth time for having sex with a teddy bear in public. Uh, fourth occasion since 2010. Charles Marshall is the name. Let's see. Uh, disorderly conduct in the most recent incident where employees at a health clinic noticed Marshall in an alley engaging in a sex act with poor little Teddy. Uh, three similar instances in the past. Let's see here. Uh, I'm looking at the court record, the Hamilton County Municipal Court. Deputy McClure being first duly what's that say? Oh, sworn in deposes and says <laughs> big words, big words. Char- well, it's a this terrible photocopy and scan. Charles Marshall on or about 21710 in Hamilton County in state of Ohio did recklessly and then this is the part where the officer had to fill in engage in masturbation. <laughs> that makes it I love the technical speak that they can't you just can't write jerking off to a teddy bear in your police report, can you? The complainant states that this complaint is based on patron's eyewitness account, subject's written confession, and verbal confession to engaging in masturbation with a teddy bear in the men's bathroom. So, four times this guy gets caught with this. We won't go into the other incidents. He's a teddy bear fucker. Um, the article does say that it is unclear whether Marshall used the same teddy bear on each occasion. <laughs> like that matters. Um, this is <laughs> actually a lot more sinister if Toy Story is real because <laughs> then this is just playing out rape. Yeah, especially if it's the same teddy bear. Like, I guess they don't... He's seen some shit, man. Yeah, I don't... Uh... I don't want to get on this guy. Obviously, this man has committed crimes in a publicly But is it a indecent, crime? Publicly indecent. He wants to fuck a teddy bear. Fine. Don't do it in an alleyway. Don't do it across from a school. Uh, he's got a bit of a, a track record. He's the Ohio teddy bear lover. Uh, if you had a name based on uh, your fetish... What would you be? The London Corpse Humper? <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing that out there. Just taking a guess. No, I would be to Irish Phil Lover. <laughs> O'Neill is not a fetish or a <laughs> fetishly compulsive character. The ladies love him, alright? The ladies love him. Look, stop avoiding. What would they call you, pervert? I just, no, I'm not a pervert, how dare you? Alright, well then, what is your fetish? What what did you see online? Uh, well, okay, well, I should say that I wasn't actually <clears throat> looking for this for... <laughs> Related searches! Well, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't getting my jollies off to this. This was just purely shock factor, I guess. Right. So, you know, I, you go to these dubious porn sites and they always have you know like midgets getting gang banged and all that and you click chicks on that. farting and pudding 
yeah that sort of thing and you click on that and then you click on something else and it you know, leads you down the rabbit hole or whatever right. so I was watching this must have been in late 70s early 80s uh, porn and it starts off normal woman you know teenage girl comes in whatever scruffy looking Rotharian comes in after her right whatever <clears throat> they start the foreplay uh, she goes off into the uh, bathroom to freshen up she comes out She's missing a leg. So she had a prosthetic leg. Okay. And she's got this nice little round stump for a uh, just below the uh, the shin. Did the man put his penis in it? No, she inserted her stumpy leg in his anus and foot fucked the shit out of him. I hope they ran the sensors in a simulator. <laughs> I don't think there was any asshole... Uh, technicians there to guide this this little stump in but it was it was it's shocking catastrophic. dude it was shocking she just starts looming up a stump and you're like okay where's this gonna go then, <laughs> right lube <laughs> equals insertion yeah then you're just well you're just like okay where's this gonna go because you know it's starting off like he's gonna pound her nope She's pounding him, and she's 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 literally just you know moving her knee at this point. She's she's giving it welly. She's like trying to ride an anus bicycle at this point. It was crazy. <laughs> I like your concept of the anus bicycle. You yeah, it was... get flat. <laughs> sorry, it sorry. was it was crazy. But I I do like seeing midgets get like thrown around in the gangbang. That's pretty funny. Okay, I forgot for a moment that we were podcasting. I almost drifted away. In a erotic <laughs> fantasy, uh, so you're saying you 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 know you hopped around purely sensational that you watched that you didn't get any tingle in the penis area. Oh, at the beginning it was great. Right. Well, before the ass insertion. <laughs> but then you just gotta you just gotta think if you're that guy, you know, how has your life led to this? Are you getting paid for a woman mm. to stick her stump up your ass? Maybe it was his thing. I mean. Uh, what's the worst, the worst possible? Fe- I mean, this dude fucking a teddy bear, or whatever. Bad, but if you think about it, in the the grand old scale, uh, you know, it's not you that big of a that, deal. Like, amputate their testicles. I don't understand the people that need the pain with the pleasure. That's just me. Call me a prude, but I like to separate the two. Pleasure good want that a lot pain bad means something bad is happening to me want it to stop don't want the two i'm assuming there's some weird psychosexual connection that happens when you're on like people that love to get off on shit i mean you need to have some fucked up experience i don't think you just decide one day i think you have to have that develop ah there's just so many kinks I think I got on your case before that porn today, when I was younger, porn was named more aptly. Now it's just like, watch bitch get her fucking cunt violated twice. Like, put a little sunshine on that, all right? But I'm telling you, does that not get your man juices a-flowing? It's just, ugh. There's no imagination anymore. God damn it. There's no imagination in seeing women get fucked anymore. Well, uh, I don't want to get off in a rant. Sorry. Dude, speaking of people getting fucked, I saw the most amazing <laughs> Sorry, porn. 
there was this Japanese lady, and she's in one of those gliders, you know, where it's got a big giant fan on the back, and it's like a little, I guess, uh, parasail or whatever. I don't know. Right, right. I saw one in James Bond where he had two parachutes, so it looked like uh, he landed in snow, right? He had skis on his little parasailer. Then he was, because he had a big fan on him, skiing around, fell off another clip, cliff, another parachute. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Sorry, you were he saying? Is well prepared. Well, I'm just, that was amazing because she was just flying above the sky, you know, with a vibrator, squirting, <laughs> <laughs> squirting. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> just imagine if you're just walking and then some juice just lands on your head. <laughs> God just... damn it, 006. <laughs> uh, 069. Now, yeah. really, 007, do be careful with that. It's a government-issue vibrator. <laughs> da, 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 da. Sorry. I don't want to press this uh, time, but we are nearly running out. So let me just use <laughs> But one no, of- I need to use more of my time to imagine some sort of James Bond-esque female villain floating Let, around let's just on have a three seconds of imagination okay and imaginate okay that was great <laughs> i'm gonna use my world famous segway techniques uh here phil <laughs> known throughout the world <laughs> we have a podcast segways. right no, no, no i almost segued and you ruined it because we were talking about intensity and ranting we have a podcast and it's all it's all about conversation haircut what's this tips conversational tips oh shit another running trend we have here at wave of absurdity is to teach you the listener about many varied topics and today phil has brought this nugget of conversational mistakes that you probably do do <laughs> you hit the doo-doo button now as you can see we are master conversationalist if it's one thing we pride ourselves on here at wave of absurdity it's the ability to come up with material to help you the listener be more of a conversationalist in in public i mean i don't know about you but the first two seasons of of uh Wave of Absurdity. Couldn't remember the name of the podcast, but the first, <laughs> the first two seasons, I think, would give you more than enough to talk to any random stranger, particularly if you're stuck with them in a cell for like three or four years. More than enough stuff there. So, you want to make sure that you do not commit these little mistakes. Let's, uh, we'll use Owen and myself as little comparisons. <clears throat> Number one. Not listening. Is this something perhaps Owen is guilty of? Huh? <laughs> I said not listening is the number oh, one. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a mistake that people make in a conversation. <laughs> it has to do with. Yeah, it has to do with not listening. Don't be like most people, don't just wait eagerly. For your turn to talk, all right? Put your ego... Owen, you there? Yep. Put your own ego on hold. Put my Put... own eagle on hold? Are you... You're not your eagle, your <laughs> ego. Do you have an eagle? 
mean, All right. Sorry. Number two, asking too many questions. As you can see in our perfectly executed little play just back there, asking too many questions is a problem. Do you have an eagle? Obviously. Obviously, Owen owns an eagle. All right. Not a question that is needed. If you ask too many questions, the conversation can feel, you know, a little bit like an uh, interrogation. Have you ever had eagle before, Owen, as a food stuff? What am I? Being questioned by the police? Go fuck yourself. Tightening up. When in conversation with someone you just meet, you might become a bit tightened up, a little bit awkward, I might... You might get a little bit on the defensive, as Owen demonstrated when we accused him of crimes against nature. All right. Somebody, I don't, I don't know. Calm down. Calm down. Nobody's really going to call you out on this, okay? Never leave home without reading the newspaper. That's our advice. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nobody <laughs> reads the fucking newspaper. Where are we? Number four, poor delivery. Hey, what just happened? I could have presented that much poor delivery. I'm not tipping poor you. Poor? Because the del- food poor is totally smushed. delivery. <laughs> uh, I made a delivery food joke. Some things to think about. Slowing down. When you get excited about something, it's easy to start talking faster and faster. Try and slow down, okay? Don't be afraid either to talk as loud as you need. For people to hear you. That shouldn't be a problem for you, Owen, should it? No. Speaking clearly, do not mumble or have a British accent. And speak with emotion. At least I don't have a British accent here. No Thank one listens. Goodness. No one's listening. Rules. No one <laughs> listens. <laughs> be prompt, okay? You don't want to hog the spotlight. Right, we've all been guilty of this, right? Right, Owen? No. Everyone involved in the conversation should get their time in the spotlight, even if they have fractured Irish personalities. It's, it's, don't interrupt someone. Don't interrupt someone when they are telling some anecdote or their view on what you are discussing to divert the attention back to yourself. Don't hijack their story about skiing before it's finished to share your best skiing anecdote. Find a balance, Owen. Find a balance. <laughs> <laughs> really, Domino Seven. So, <laughs> first oh, of five. It all over myself. You're either going to have to wait till the end of season three, or until some personal tragedy strikes <laughs> Owen or myself <laughs> to get the rest, the remaining five. Conversational wow. no-nos. Did you learn anything here, Owen? Besides. Your newfound love for eagle meat. <laughs> you know, I, I've taken... I can't even Tookin. use grammar. <laughs> I've learned nothing. I've taken that eagle. <laughs> I've taken your advice and you raised me good. <laughs> oh, crikeys. So, what were we talking about? Fetishes? <laughs> no, conversations. Yes. Don't make those mistakes. Meanwhile, somebody's ranting about haircuts on Craigslist. No? 
<laughs> Wrong. I have the list right here. No. Somebody isn't prepared for a change. Ah, who's that, I wonder? Bark. Exactly. It's time for Would You Rather. The game that Owen likes to ruin. How do I... You ask me a question, and I pick an answer. No, you don't. You talk about the options available and how they best suit your nefarious needs. I'm going to ask Owen a would-you-rather question. The idea is to put the person a little on edge, hear their response, have a little humorous conversation. When, in fact, what's going to happen is I'm going to ask Owen a would-you-rather question, and we're going to get a response that makes you believe that potentially you're talking to the Zodiac Killer number two so keeping that in mind i would like to ask you owen would you rather all right if you had to be stuck with one one for a year would you rather 365 days have to give a graphic naked picture of yourself <laughs> to anyone who asked for it or give up any form of sexual gratification whatsoever you can't touch yourself you can't have your sister touch you you can't have your sister what? make you touch yourself you can't use oh, your man. sister to touch me you can't do any of that <laughs> you would like that wouldn't you <laughs> so you can't have any form of sexual gratification for two, 257 days the new failure <laughs> 357 days you can't have any sexual gratification or if somebody comes up to you and says, may I have a graphic naked picture of you, you have to provide them with one. And we'll put it on a billboard that they can ask. Well, I mean, luckily for me, I get my jollies by people seeing my John Thomas and I will often slip it out. Surprise, people! <laughs> oh, I like showing people his junk. Surprise. So, it's a simple one. I would rather show a graphic naked picture of myself to whom may ask. Alright. It's graphic naked, okay? Doesn't mean necessarily sexually exploitative. That's right. I'll just do like a goatsy in the mirror with an... <laughs> it bothers <laughs> me how willing you are to just goatsy in the mirror! It shouldn't be this way, Owen. It shouldn't be this way. Again, near the end of every podcast, I feel very adversarial towards you. I speaking, like you. Speaking of adversarial, how about a rant from Philadelphia? One of the top five states for ranting, according to Craigslist, <laughs> 2010. Is it really? Did you just make that up? I did since Philadelphia is the fifth largest city in these United States. I just assumed it had the fifth most rants on Craigslist. This one might just spark a little conversation. And I start. <laughs> okay. Posted one day ago. Email to friend? No. Reason? Haircut. I once had a very cute a young 18 to 20 year old cut my hair at the hair cuttery I've been there <laughs> hair cuttery, still... not just a barber it's just a hair cuttery okay. yes. no they have a practice of hiring in that age category um, 
wearing them outfits. She was rubbing her tits on my arms and shoulders <laughs> as she cut. Even rubbed her twat against my hands. Oh, as I, God. As I had them white-knuckled against the chair. Ew. I was near panicking not to move them out of fear she'd scream assault or something. <laughs> Only she kept placing it there. The thought crossed my mind to start fooling around, but I let the chance pass me by. Again, followed by more boobs and pressing herself against me. Then, as she's finishing up, she says something I'll never forget. <laughs> so, I notice your hair is starting to recede a bit. We have some great shampoos on sale that really work great with that. I felt so stupid. I was about 30. Embarrassed for being called out on my five head. And embarrassed, <laughs> and embarrassed for being taken advantage of as a sales tactic. So I walked out. I wonder if he paid. <laughs> so I walked out and went straight home. Last line of this rant. And the shampoo didn't do jack shit either, fucking snake oil. Oh, that poor bastard. <laughs> it was so bad, he had to go and anonymously, anonymously <laughs> spoo this out on Craigslist. Was the username not Phil Skimbosh? <laughs> totally not Phil. I've been to uh, two separate hair cutteries. Um, they do. I don't know. I don't know if you you just get comfortable resting your body parts against people when you're in that business or whatever. You just whatever makes you comfortable. You're cutting hair all day. You lean in. You rest your rack on somebody's shoulders. They do. They do lean in. And there's mirrors everywhere. It's just... So you can you see yourself being a pervert? You, well, no, so you can see cleavage, no matter what. Yeah, so yeah, you can see yourself being a pervert. Mm, I'd rather look at cleavage than look at myself being a pervert. <laughs> do you think that when they spray your hair and they give you that wet hair look... No matter what, you kind of look a bit like Hitler. <laughs> no, no. But when I say, man, you know what? Make me look like Hitler. Then I look like Hitler. <laughs> I'm telling you, if somebody wets your hair and look into a mirror, you'll look, you'll look like Hitler. I'd still rather look at cleavage. <laughs> and Hitler? <laughs> I suppose... You can put a little picture of Hitler on the mirrors, <laughs> and while I'm looking at cleavage, you could bring up something Hitler-esque, something about his toilet or something, and I would probably pay attention. You sickened me. And would you look at that rescue's coming for us, so... Thank fucking God. Are we underwater still? I was confused. No, we're, we're on a life pod on the ocean. Can't you see the big ship that's coming towards us? And it's getting quite close to an iceberg. Surely this is going to end perfectly well. Are you making some sort of reference to the Titanic that we're not going to get saved? Don't be silly. <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> police. Computer virus fooled child porn suspect into turning himself over to police. Sorry, a little bit of leftover news. Have oh, you heard of, goodness. Have you heard of the FBI virus? 
I believe that's a piece of malware that tricks people into sending money to a fake account to remove a, an infraction or or something. Yes, uh, hijackware, I think, is the fancy pseudonym that, that it goes by, in that it asks you to get a, a money pack or, uh, you know, digital currency you go pay some money and that they want 200 or 300 dollars because and they have this big list it's a nice official looking screen that pops up locks your computer up a little bit sometimes it'll take a picture of you and throw it up there official fbi warning you may have been looking at child porn bestiality engaging in terroristic threats violating various codes of human conduct and so on and so forth uh if you'd like this to all go away give us two or three hundred dollars the moment anything asks for money that would raise your suspicion suspicions yes according to the prince william county police department 21 year old j matthew riley of woodbridge virginia he got this little virus he brought his computer to the station asking if he had any warrants on file for child pornography he told police he was looking at child pornography. And an FBI warning came onto his computer, ordering him to pay a fine or be investigated. I like the fact that this guy thought that he got caught and got offered some some instant electronic bribe. I'm like, oh, <laughs> shit, I don't have that money. Might as well just go down. So they searched his computer and found several inappropriate messages and photos with a 13-year-old girl. I I don't know what's worse, the crime or the stupidity. Should oh, definitely feel, the stupidity. Uh, yeah, should I feel bad that I think that's worse? Like, all right, the scum, whatever, fine. But fucking A, dude. <laughs> you went down to the goddamn police station with your computer. Who does that? Well, you just don't want to pay the fine, man. Uh, I can agree to that, you know? Who wants, wants to pay the government money, huh? Oh, no, it's not actually the government that's getting the money. Yeah, I don't... I've taken that virus off of several computers of unnamed neighbors and associates. <laughs> Dirty pedophiles. <laughs> well, one person was a, a relative. A, a, a distant relative. Yeah, God. And normally when that stuff happens, I think you and I are both in the category of the go-to family member for computer no. troubles. Yes. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, before we get too agitated over that, um, I, again, in conversations we've had, even though initially it's fun, you look at the browser history or whatever, in the end, it's just best to do what you need to do and get the fuck out Absolutely. of there. Absolutely. Yes. Oh so, my god, yes. I didn't the first time with this particular relative. It's like, oh, alright. I'm, you know, gotta help them out. Jesus, Mary, and fucking <laughs> Joseph. Do not set me next to this person on Thanksgiving, alright? I don't want to judge by your history, but Christ, I am judging you. I would love to dive deeper into this judging, but, uh, 
it looks like the the ship's getting a lot closer now, so we we do have to go. Yeah. Plus, we don't have anything else to talk about. Well. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's what I wrote you. this down, so I didn't say that out loud. I'm sorry. Well, hopefully you'll hear from us next week or soon or, or not. Or not. Yeah. Hopefully, Owen will not get his sister to touch me transatlantically. Wait, is it the Atlantic? Which direction do you go? It's closer. I go down. Hi, oh, that's a sex joke. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Be sexual. Quack! Roleplay! Oh, Christ. We? Well, one of us is going to be a tongue, and the other... <laughs> is going to be a letter about to be licked. Uh, can, it, can it be something that requires sustained licking, like a lollipop? <laughs> no! All right, fine. Then... It's a goddamn letter that's already licked about 5,000 envelopes, and this is the last one. All right, well, you failed to mention that part. Well, excuse me, you just hijacked it by slapping on somebody's lollipop. You have been excused. Who Please wants continue. to be the tongue and who wants to be the envelope? I will be the tongue. All right, I will be a folded piece of paper. And <laughs> scene. La 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 Oh god, he's picking us up. He's picking. Just take us to a nice happy place. Nice happy place. Oh my god. Corn, starch, beast adhesive. Get sticky. Get sticky. Get sticky. You feel the bonding happen. You feel the bonding This is why they're always at the end, because I cannot possibly talk to Owen any longer after this. Don't stop. Oh, I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you to Constantinople. Send me to the mailroom, you slut. Hmm. I've been seeing somebody else. The stamp. You. It's a 43 cent stamp. You realize that cost more than you? Bitch, I'll take my sticking glue elsewhere. I didn't even have to mail this. I was just bored. (laughs) (laughs) Scene. All right, I can see now that I definitely need a bell before the start of episode one. If I'm to keep up, I need that option. Well, like I said, hopefully you'll have a normal episode 
next week. If not, well, family tragedies. Yeah. Wow. I didn't say family, but that's grim. Grim prediction. Uh, hopefully you won't hear two of these in a row. Unless, again, <laughs> that we would have, be really bad. Again, unless we have already finished season three and we're like oh what do we do with this oh we forgot about this <laughs> although i'm sure you'll hear one of these at some point good night a gentle listener we're recording this in the morning okay climb up the rope ladder you son of a bitch get on this motherfucking shit dude have you been working out your glutes are so so tight that's terrible <laughs> I've already stopped my recording. Well, no, I haven't. But now I have. Now I'm. <laughs> That's what I wait for.